0: Everybody, welcome. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I did a live show. It's been a little bit hectic in my life, but that's just how it goes, isn't it? I do believe the one week it was because there was a huge snowstorm. I had to go find baby calves and deal with cows, which worked out very well. So yay, we all got through it. And last week, my Internet didn't work. Good times, good times. <laughs> oh, man. The energies are crunchy, aren't they? Yeah. I've done so much energy clearing for clients in the last month. So, yeah, if you're thinking of having one because you're feeling tangled or can't shake off your mads or your feeling, you know, that everything is just too much, I encourage you to contact me for an energy clearing. Man, it makes a huge difference. So I am having a good calving season, so yay, down to our last few. And um, they're kind of entertaining because now they come up every morning to say hi. I'm sure they're looking for a little extra treat, but look, ladies, you need to go have your baby, and then we'll chat. But it's cute, and it makes me smile every morning. Again, celebrate the, the fun and the good things, right? So I wanted to talk today about challenges in your spiritual growth because, well, one of the re- big reasons is, as you may know or may remember or not, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. Um, I'm taking a trauma healing certification course, and it's fascinating because, man, does it bring stuff up for all of us taking the course. And it's interesting because it's really being effective and making connections and insights. And one of the main trauma um, challenges, I guess we'll call it, is the feeling of shame. And so that got me on a whole pondering of when you make a mistake and the shame associated with that. And that can be really hard to shake off it and it's, it's interesting and uncomfortable and messy and you know how often have we made a mistake and then didn't want to talk about it or didn't want to um, acknowledge it or deal with it or and, and other times we make a mistake and it's easier for us to deal with it and it's so we do like, it's still uncomfortable and messy, but it's easier. So it's interesting, the circumstances and the energies with it all, because, of course, nothing is a straight line or straightforward. It's all very complex and complicated. And so I'm really doing a deep dive into all this and doing tons of extra research because I want to be able to help you clearly And the only way I do that is through my own experiences, right? It's really interesting. And so then (laughs) making a mistake. So last week, I mean, it's been, everybody's dealing with these bumpy energies, right? Um, The uncertainty, the financial challenges, all of it. And, you know, as you know, everybody's on a little more edge, and I guess maybe, from what I understand people are saying, is that, you know, they thought with some shifts and changes, maybe we wouldn't be dealing with what we're dealing with, and we're hoping for a different situation, I guess. But the reality is we're still dealing with this global pandemic, we're still dealing with supply chain issues, prices going up, job situations that are challenging. We're still dealing with all of it, and that is our reality. And we can, you know, hate it as much as we want, but we still have to deal with it and go through it, right? But I'm finding that people are just – I realize we're all done. I mean, I've gone through some harsh things, and – curled up and cried often and we need to vent out that energy and acknowledge that energy and you know when we make a mistake it's okay but I don't know that we feel like it's okay it's interesting because I'm dealing with you know students and kids and it's interesting how some of of course it fits in with all the trauma some of them when they make a mistake their body reaction. And you know it's not about what actually happened. It's about how they feel about it or emotions. And, yeah. Anyways, I do a lot of energy work around all of that. I I have for a long time, but now I'm upping my game, I guess, so to speak. But I had an interesting experience this last week, and I'm like, you know, (sighs) exactly. I was just really, like, Navigating people's emotional minefields is challenging right now. So, and I find that people want to lash out and are not handling when they've made a mistake, even though chances are easily fixable or maybe not. And so I had a situation. It was interesting. And so, um, I I the energy of it was (laughs) yes, that's an official word. So, you know, I've been I've been worried about all the students, as you probably know if you've been listening. And so, the university's done. So my my oldest son is home from school. He's done well. It was huge deep learning curve all year, and so he's good. And so my other son is still in high school, and it's been hard, incredibly hard still. And um, he's doing okay, though. He's got tools, and, and we, you know, talk about things, and it's good. But, you know, some of the people in his world are making choices that are not, healthy as far as I'm concerned, and I wish I could fix them all, but I can't. And so I keep an eye and try to monitor and guide, you know, when I can. So anyways, we've always been keeping an eye on the situations because what everyone's dealing with the last three years is, of course, unprecedented, and not everybody has the tools to handle it, which is why I'm taking all these trauma classes, because we're going to need the tools in a different way. Anyways, so I don't always get along. (laughs) I'm going to laugh about this. And I'm laughing because on my Facebook memories, when I had a huge fight with our school division on bus safety, yeah, that was one year, er, not one year ago, it was on this date like many years ago that I finally won and we got a safer, better bus. It took a long time. Anyways, I had a situation with a teacher this last week, and he made a mistake. And I knew he made a mistake, but I had to really tune into myself to decide if I wanted to point it out or just let it go, roll my eyes, and carry on. But here's the problems, or here's the challenges that I worked through. So it wasn't even a huge deal at all, but um, we got the phone call that my child wasn't in school. And I'm like, well, he was. Okay, I don't understand what happened here, but I'll find out because unless he's lying to me, which, right, we have teenagers, sometimes alternative facts happen. <laughs> and so, you know, we talked about it because we got the phone call that he wasn't in class, and I'm like, what do you mean you weren't in class? And he's like, well, I was in this class. I, look, I was in this class. He showed me, you know, where he handed in an assignment, and I'm like, okay. And then he's like, and this was what happened in this other class, and I'm like, okay. When the call came through, I was, I was actually at the school for a parent council meeting and, you know, just held space for everybody because people were crunchy. We're all dealing with stuff that, yeah. Anyways, so I got home and then I have to deal with this, and I'm like, okay. And so I emailed the school the next day and said, um, Cordell was in class. And the secretary emailed me back and said, well, he was 20 minutes late for this class after lunch. I'm like, okay. Yes, he got marked absent for that. That fits. Yes, I'll have a conversation with him. And then I'm like, okay, but was he late for this other class that he was marked absent in? And she emailed me back up. And she says, no, the teacher says he wasn't there. And I'm like, "Mm, that doesn't track at all. Considering he told me everything that happened in that class, I'm not... And I've had dealings with this particular teacher before, and I'm going to flat out say that he's kind of petty, kind of petty in some situations. And so I'm like, well, what do I do? Because here's the thing. If he really wasn't there, I want to know, because then he's lying to me, and there's something else going on that I obviously need to address. Or if he was there and the teacher made a mistake... Why don't I hold him accountable? Because if it was a student, they would be held accountable. And so I did. I sent an email later that day after I, you know, thought about it for a while and decided. I mean, it would have been easy just to let it go and chalk it up to eye roll, annoyance. But you know what? The other thing is my son was in class. And he kind of, you know, our kids need to know that the adults in their life, us, will have their back. I mean, we'll discipline and hold them accountable for the things they do wrong. But if they're not, they didn't do something wrong and they're being accused of it, we need to have their backs. This is something I feel very strongly about for all the kids. And so um, I sent the email. And thinking that it was at the end of the day, I probably wouldn't hear from him until the next morning and went out and did my chores. So when I got back to inside, there was like three missed phone calls on my house phone and two missed phone calls on my cell, and I'm like, okay, I guess he really wants to talk to me. That's cool. So I phone him back. Oh, and an email. And I phone him back, and he's like, Cordell was in class because they did this, Online learning situation, and I knew that. I knew that I. I, That's the other thing I got to say. I knew I could prove Cordell was there because it was tracked because they did this online game learning thing, and so I could prove it, which is also important, right? Or it's a he said it. He said right. He's like, yeah, made a mistake. Sorry about that. And I'm like, good. I said, you know, he knew enough about what happened in your class that I knew that he was there. He's like, yeah, gave me a couple different excuses. But you know what else he said to me? When I saw your email, I couldn't believe you were contacting me about this. And I was like, yep. Because that was the first thing that he said to me. And I'm like, well, that's pretty snarky. And he's like, so then I went and looked at the online learning and yeah cordell was there but you know he wasn't there the day before and i'm like no that's right i emailed in that he was home with me and i'm like okay so this is <sighs> i knew how this was going to go and he's like well i'll make sure that it's fixed which he didn't i could tell energetically of course hello psychic that he wasn't going to fix it because he didn't want to have to go tell the secretary after she specifically asked him for me, that he made a mistake. And that's not my problem. But I'm also not going to put her, because it's a her, in the line of fire, because he made a mistake, because you know how this goes. He'll take it out on her, perhaps. Or maybe my child. He hasn't. He didn't, actually. But I'm like, you know... And I have history with this particular teacher, and he chose, deliberately chose to do something to sabotage my child when he could have made a different choice, a more respectful choice. And that absolutely plays into my decision whether to, you know, point out that, you know, he was there. And also because, you know, you are expecting my child to be in trouble with me if he's not in school when I think he should be. And that is fair. But he was actually in school and so there has to be accountability to you too. I don't mind you make a mistake, but what I my my actual point of this situation was for him to realize he makes mistakes, so do the kids. Isn't that how we learn? Sometimes I get frustrated because it seems like the kids are supposed to not make mistakes. I mean, if the kids fail a test They don't know the stuff or the teacher didn't teach it. Like, it's not just one or the other. It's both. And it frustrates me because we are supposed to be working together, but yet it doesn't feel that way. And it's not just me. I talk to a lot of parents, and, you know, there's consequences to that, and I would love to help them with that. But until my child's graduated, which is soon, I can't because they don't want to know. So it's interesting. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. <sighs> Craziness. And I realize that we're all struggling, and it's crunchy, and, you know,
1: because
0: then I had another situation Where there was some sabotage going on. And I'm like, you know, I wish I didn't have to deal with this, but the reality is we do, right? So it's so crazy. So crazy. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's really hard to know the right thing to do in all these situations. And it's hard to know how to juggle being supportive, but taking a stand when need be. And when you make a mistake, just owning up to it and saying, you know what, I'm going to do better, because that's, that's all we want, right? Right. As human beings, when we make mistakes, we want to learn and grow from them and then do better. But if you're being petty about it or trying to hide it, it's going to bite you in the butt because it will show up later. It really will. And, you know, I guess sometimes it just feels like an attack, too. You know, when you make a mistake and it feels like somebody's relishing in your mistake, and that is a trauma thing, That it's our trauma response to that. And there's probably, I mean, not probably, there's very good reason for that. But at the same time, we need to figure it out for ourselves and try to do better. Try to do better. It's, I don't know. hard not to feel like a target sometimes and that is something that I have to work through in my trauma stuff probably you know ancestral or not even ancestral but past lives as being a psychic or whatever could very well be I don't know but I do know that I'm getting the tools to work through it so that I can do better be better and then teach you it too yeah yeah it's a lot it just is a lot and you know it's manifesting itself in feeling that we cannot make mistakes or if we do make mistakes we have to justify them which at times is true but at other times you just need to accept the reality that you're human and you make a mistake and it's okay it's okay to not be okay too we're in challenging energetic times An eye on the clock. Uh. Oh, good. I am. Um, aren't you also finding that it's taking so much extra time to do anything? Like I had an eye appointment yesterday, and I needed a prescription, and it just my insurance company decided that I had other insurance, and they didn't want to cover me, and. It took like several hours to untangle and sort it all out. And it's frustrating and annoying, and that's the world we're in. So make sure you're taking your big breaths and taking the time to reward yourself when you do get these things figured out. I went and sat outside and worked out there and visited with my cows came up and said hi and Enjoyed the sunshine to reset my energy. That's something else I'm finding. We maybe are making more little mistakes because of the energy we're in. Make sure you're dealing with it, number one, so it doesn't collect in your body somewhere. And number two, make sure you're doing energy resets as often as you can. You know, find someone to vent to that, Is actually a co-regulation tool. Being out in nature is a co-regulation tool to help you ground your energy and put your nervous system back into a state that's productive and clear thinking. Because don't you find that you're just off? I mean, like, just you're just not feeling quite on your game. And that's the energy of everything because there's so much to worry about. There's so much going on. Okay, so, whew. And so, you know, admitting that we were wrong and moving through it and fixing it or making adjustments, it does give us courage and confidence. If we can get past the whole shame part, because it is embarrassing, right? But if we can work our energy through that, man, is there huge gifts. Huge gifts. Because we all are learning. <laughs> and I, yeah, and maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe it's just my interpretation of making mistakes. I don't think so. because I talk to enough of you? Do you, f- oh. I guess what I'm trying to untangle is why? Where did that start in everyone's life? Because if we can figure out where that belief started, then we can adjust it. And maybe we don't even need to figure that out, but we need to just figure out if we have that belief, that it's shameful to make a mistake. It is embarrassing, and it's embarrassing when you get called on it, but if you can own it and not let it get stuck in your energy, find your ways to work through it, because it happens to everybody. And it certainly feels like we're a little lacking in compassion right now because we're all feeling such uncertainty and stressors, but we need to try to tune into that. I'm not mad at this teacher for what he did, because really it it actually doesn't matter in the big scheme of things, but I also felt like I couldn't just let it slide. And there's more more to this that I'm dealing with and working through, but we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Oh, goodness gracious. (sighs) Yeah. Getting tangled in all these energy things is so easy. So easy. So I hope you have tools to untangle yourself, because, man, do we need them. Untangle it and... Find a way to vent it out so it doesn't get stuck. And find things that bring you joy, things that make you smile, to reset your energy. Getting our energy reset happening is important. Because, man, the world is a bit harsh. But not everybody is. Find your people, have conversations, tell your story. The Oracle card today was about leadership and storytelling. Check that out. Oh, and I've been doing a lot of deep energy clearings. So the one I have on my page where you choose, both of them I'm going to do deep, cloudy energy clearings. So it doesn't matter which one gets chosen. I have a plan to help us because it's messy, very messy. Because there's so many things happening that just, they shouldn't be. But they are. And that's our reality, as uncomfortable as it may be. In other news, my horse that I was worried about is doing so much better. A lot of that has to do with energy clearing. Yes, that is my promotion. Because it works, guys. It really, really works. Okay. So I want to make sure I have enough time for our chakra balance and cleanse. Okay. Let me grab this. is the one I want. Excellent. So I'm just going to give you about a minute to shake up your energy, shake off all the heaviness if you've been feeling that, and we're going to balance and cleanse your chakras to give you self-understanding and some courage and confidence because we can. So I'll give you just a few seconds to shake off and rearrange your energy. So let's just become aware of breathing. Put attention there gently. more comfortably into the support beneath. Take three big, deep breaths. Three big, deep breaths. And on one of those breaths, if you haven't already, go ahead and close your eyes. Breathing. remaining focus on the sound of my voice as all the other sounds begin to drift into the background because they are unimportant to pay attention to at this time. Only going deeper now. And even though there may be a drifting away from the sound of my voice, there's also a sense of when to come back to it in an easy and effortless way. At this point, as concentration draws to the feet, imagine, get a sense of walking in a place that's very beautiful and serene. And with every breath, give permission allow this comforting sensation of walking in beauty through legs from toes into heels ankles, knees and thighs become aware of a comfortable sensation walking through the beauty of this place with every breath continue to sense even more the air like a gentle something that sends a warm and nurturing sensation all around through the midsection, the solar plexus there is a letting go becoming even more comfortable as a deep inner calm begins to form as all of the senses begin to heighten now And more and more, there is an awareness of all that is around in this beautiful, serene place. Continue to feel even more calm as this comfortable sensation moves through the chest, breathing easily and effortlessly, making way through this place that is very peaceful and secure. Notice the sounds around this place. Listen. The beauty of it all speaks comfort in a special way. Head, neck, and shoulders beginning to give way into comfort. And whatever was piled up there now just slips off in an easy release. In a moment or two, begin to imagine choosing a particular spot in this beautiful place, secure and comfortable. Taking ownership of this place and this spot of deep comfort. Reclining and rejuvenating into an even deeper Comfort now. And with each and every breath, comfort now seems to double in strength and a feeling of all is well swirls around. The warmth and gentle something of the air seems to wrap itself around even more comforting and calming. As though there is a wholehearted agreement about the spot in this place reaching out and reaching toward. And as connection is made, arms, hands, fingers, releasing, it is all comfortable and easy. Imagining settling into the comfort that awaits in a greater way there. This special spot within this place is a peaceful welcoming. And in a moment now, We'll count backwards from five to zero and we'll reach an even more comfortable imagery state at zero. Five, four, three, two, one, and zero. Deeply, deeply, deeply relax, deeply relax. You are grounding yourself in this deep relaxation. Let's go ahead and visualize or imagine a ball of light
1: coming up
0: from the bottoms of your feet, helping you relax even more as the balls of light travel up your legs, past your knees, through your thighs, and meeting at your pelvis, at your root chakra. We're going to go ahead and visualize or imagine that ball of light as you're in your secure, safe place, a ball of light, and we're going to spin the ball of light as we cleanse, clear, and balance your chakras, starting with our root. This chakra can be red, and you're going to spin the ball of light energy until your chakra is balanced, cleansed, and comfortable. Worrying about our future, our financial situations. Not being able to clearly come up with a plan can indicate this chakra is unbalanced. But we're going to clear it right now. Clearing and cleansing. Clearing and
1: cleansing.
0: There's no way to do this wrong. You can visualize or imagine it or just feel it. Letting the energy do the work for us And I'm supporting you in this Clearing and cleansing that chakra Clearing and cleansing Clearing and cleansing Clearing, cleansing and balancing Clearing, cleansing and balancing I'm just going to give you a few moments To continue with that Cleansing and balancing. Nice. Doesn't that just feel like you've had a weight lifted? So much better. Okay, now that that one's all great, let's move up to our sacral chakra, which is indicated by an orange ball of light. Visualize or imagine spinning that. Cleansing and clearing. And we'll go ahead and balance after. Cleansing and clearing. This is where some of our emotions live. If we're feeling over emotional and unable overwhelmed too i can indicate this one is out of balance cleansing and clearing cleansing and clearing i'm going to go ahead and give you a few moments to work on that one you got this Cleansing and clearing. Cleansing and clearing. Excellent. Now let's see. cleansing. Oh, I didn't balance it. Hang on. Oh, yeah. Gonna balance that one. Nice. Or nice. Put a carnelian or a citrine in your pocket mostly carnelian. You need the orange. If you're feeling that a lot of this energy is just not balancing for you, the citrine is good too because it will help with the solar plexus one, which is where we're going next. I know life is bumpy right now, but we can do this. Right, nice. Now that you're balanced, you to move up to our solar plexus. Cleansing and clear our solar plexus chakra. Cleansing and clearing. Cleansing, clearing, and balancing. Nice. Cleansing, clearing. Cleansing, clearing. Cleansing, clearing, balancing. We're going to invoke the energies of confidence with this one. The energies of courage to know when it's the highest good for you to say something and when it's time to let things slide. Cleansing and clearing, cleansing and clearing. We got this. We got this. Cleansing and clearing. Cleansing and clearing. All right, now let's balance it. <sighs> nice. Let's just keep going with that. Cleansing, clearing, and balancing. Cleansing, clearing, balancing. Sitting in the sunny spot will help with this chakra, because this one is indicated by yellow. Yellow. Cleansing, clearing, balancing. You got this. Nice. All right. Now let's move to our heart chakra, which is indicated by green. And we are going to cleanse and clear and balance that one. So we're all struggling with everything. And so it's really good if you can do a chakra balancing more often. I will record one today, and then I will post it onto my Facebook page, Twitter page, and Pinterest page that you can revisit. I'll record it for you guys today because there's a lot. There's a lot that's just unbalanced, and it's because we're dealing with so much every day. Cleansing, balancing. Cleansing, clearing, balancing. (sighs) Nice. Put your hand on your heart if you would like a little extra help with that.
1: Cleansing and clearing.
0: Cleansing and clearing. Not everything is our responsibility. Not everything. Choose what you can change. Let the rest go. Lots of things that are happening in the world are hard on our heart right now, but we got this. You have your people. If you feel like you need a little extra juju or a hug, seriously, send me a message on Facebook. I will send you the energy man. We're in this together, and it is hard. Cleansing and clearing, cleansing and clearing. Cleansing and clearing. Cleansing and clearing. Excellent. Now let's move up to our throat chakra. And let's cleanse and balance this one. Cleansing and clearing. Cleansing and clearing. Cleansing and clearing.
1: Cleansing Clearing
0: Balancing Cleansing Clearing Balancing Cleansing Clearing Balancing clearing balancing. Nice. So having your throat chakra cleansed, cleared, and balanced, that will also help you with confidence and knowing when to say things and when not to. And if we're holding a lot inside and you feel your throat chakra like you know sore throats or just feeling full or feeling you know that you need to say things but it's just not appropriate or you're not comfortable with it journal or find a trusted friend again venting i love venting i talk a lot about venting with my friends and clients find a way to let the energy go if you cannot say what you want to say because it's just going to you know, make things worse or you're not comfortable or you're not sure, right? You don't have to take on everything. And so cleansing, clearing, um, having a sodalite crystal, a lapis lazuli. Whenever I have to go out and I have to have conversations, I often have my lapis lazuli in my pocket or the ring I have. Highly effective. Cleansing and clearing and balancing. Cleansing, clearing, and balancing. Excellent. Say what you need to say. Even if it's to a trusted friend to vent it out. Sometimes that's all we need. Cleansing, clearing, and balancing. Excellent. Now let's move up to our third eye chakra. Our intuition. Nice. Purple. Cleansing, clearing, balancing. Cleansing, clearing, balancing. This one needs a little less work.
1: The bottom ones
0: were heavier for sure. You guys got this. Cleansing, clearing, balancing. When you're into spirituality, you tend to automatically have ways to balance this one. So good on you. Cleansing, clearing, balancing. Excellent. Cleansing, clearing, balancing. All right. Good job. Move up to our crown chakra. Now this one, we can do too much energy work or working on ourselves, and we can enlarge this and just kind of cause us havoc. You'll feel ungrounded. You'll feel uncertain. And so do things in smaller chunks and give yourself the rest and the breaks. And if you are having trouble sleeping, find ways to address that. That will all help keep your crown chakra in balance because we can overdo it. And then you'll get headaches. Cleansing, clearing, balancing. Nice. We need to cleanse and clear this one a little more. Cleansing and clearing, cleansing and clearing. I'm just going to give you a couple minutes to work on that one. I want you to visualize, imagine or feel a white ball of light over the top of your head, and that white ball of light is going to travel down through your crown chakra, giving it a little extra energy. Be balanced, give you clarity and focus, and then look down through your third eye, giving it a little extra blessing boost, down to your throat giving it a little extra down to your heart chakra, giving it some extra love and attention down to your solar plexus. Courage and confidence is going to be solid and firm down to your sacral chakra. You're going to feel grounded and ready to do what you need to do to your root chakra. You're going to feel stable and know that you can handle your life. And let's go down a little further, break that bottom to light of light into two as they travel down your thighs, past your knees, through your shins, through your ankles, out the bottoms of your feet and deep, 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 deep into Mother Earth to ground you and anchor you so that you can move forward with clarity, confidence, and courage. Sending you all a huge hug. I hope that you get some positive wonderful, surprises. Positive, positive, wonderful surprises this week. Big hugs. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L dot com.